it's up and recording hello um i guess i go by the name of introspective healing um this is gonna be a journey i can already predict that much because there's a lot to unpack there's a lot to unpack and I'm very much an introvert who is an air sign, Aquarius to be more specific, and I'm spiritually awakened for the past soon to be year now, in December it'll be a year. Is there so much to unpack and go through and revisit and grow from and cry and laugh and release and I look forward to doing that here the fact that I have control over what I say what I share I'm very open by the way as much as I'm a private person once I get comfortable and start sharing or speaking my truth or I find like-minded beings who I feel safe to be expressive around oh my goodness I don't know how to shut up I really don't and that's actually something that I love about myself um I used to be so apologetic right I used to sit back and like say oh my god I'm so sorry I'm talking so much oh my god I'm sorry I know you don't want to hear this and it's like I catch myself doing that sometimes now but I have met so many incredible fucking beings this past year alone that I feel like I was reborn I honestly wholeheartedly do I turned 33 in February of this year and I just kept saying, I kept saying that Jesus died at age 33 and oh my goodness, I'm already getting into, this is the first story I guess that I can say that I recorded on here, which is exciting. So this is the first story that I can say that I can share because I remember off the top of my head and I find it pretty freaking amazing because First of all, I never really liked Nas. Don't come for me. I was born in Washington Heights, raised in Harlem. And I don't know why I said that if he's from Queens, but um, I think he's from Queens. Anyways, there's a point to this story. Well, that's another thing. My brain goes from like one story to another and it's... I don't know maybe I'll heal that too along my journey but the reason that I say that is because one of his very few songs that I remember not very few I know I know quite a few songs from Nas anyways the very the main line from one of his songs that I remember that I will never forget is Jesus died at age 33 and then he did send math shit towards the end that I just didn't understand so I I I don't I don't know. Once you start talking about math, my brain just goes la 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 la. 
and stops working. Um, but that quote from that song has always stuck with me. And around this time last year, my daughter's father was presently involved in, I guess I can say our lives because I was included as well, but our daughter and I's life, he would come and visit and he was around, right? So it was, I kept saying to him, Jesus died at age 33 and I didn't understand why this was before I had woken or awakened and he would just look at me like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Why do you keep saying that? And I think one day I told him, I said, yo, I'm about to be 33. Who knows if I'm going to survive? He was like, yo, shut up, don't say that, whatever, right? So, I think I was supposed to add a flag. No, no, I'm not supposed to add nothing because this is raw, uncut. It's asking me to add a flag. Well, not asking me to add a flag, but looking down on my phone, this is the first time I'm recording, and it says something about add a flag to parts that you would like to edit. Anyways, let me get back to the story. (laughs) Um... So I would find myself, and I remember this vividly, like I would say it, it was was like annoyingly at times that I would say it so often, and I honestly didn't know why the fuck I was saying that. I just know that it was heavy in my heart, it was heavy in my mind, and the fact that I awakened when... When I realized I awakened, I was 33. It was February. It was the year that I have awakened. February 8th, I turned 33. And that is when I realized that I had to die. The old me had to die for the new Yeni to be reborn. And the Yeni isn't really a new Yeni. It's just the Yeni that's been there since birth but forgot who she was. And is slowly going back to remembering who she was. And I think that is fucking incredible and it makes me feel empowered because even though I've gone through my struggles and my heartbreak and my pain and my mental health has declined and I've I've been through 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 the most right I'm still rebuilding myself I was still I feel like I was reborn like I'm still chosen like I'm still gifted like God fucking protects me and loves me and values me and so does my um spirit gods my ancient ancestors my archangels yes we're going to talk about everything here so if you do not believe in spirituality or anything that has to do with that or god or the universe or jesus then please don't listen to this any further and i'm sorry to have wasted your time if you got to this far and realized that you're speaking to a spiritually awoken person who believes in all these higher powers and believes that she is here for a reason and if not only because she has pushed herself through everything and I'm speaking of myself in third person but the fact that I have gotten to where I am today and I owe it all to my spirit team and God and the universe and Jesus for me being here today then please you're free to go no judgment love and light and there's a dog barking outside right now for confirmation of that. So, whew, I'm so glad that this app exists because now I feel that I can speak and not be judged. And since I am working on my self-love and my self-confidence all over again in a better light this time, um... I am going to give you the raw and uncut. I'm not going to sit here and edit things unless I feel like 
Um, not even that I overshare because there's not much that I can overshare about. Um, but the fact that I have this platform now that I can actually sit here and speak my truth and listen to it and share it with people and people get to follow and join in and listen in that that's a beautiful thing and I get to do this from the comfort of inside of my own home I don't have to go any other place other than my living room or wherever I'm at that my daughter isn't on me right so I'm grateful for whoever created this app and I am ecstatic about what's to come because I am going to speak of everything you could think of everything mental health um body dysmorphia um Spanish culture fat LGBTQ fat overweight Hispanics uh, hair um narcissists narcissistic parents emotionally unavailable partners toxicity um accountability playing the victim oh my goodness being homeless trauma bonds what the fuck else can we speak about what can't we speak about so much to learn from and grow from and i it just feels good to talk about this it feels so good to speak about this and not have to correct myself and not have to say well I don't mean to offend you or like worry about walking on eggshells and offending other people and all these other things because at the end of the day I'm an empath and I feel things strongly so I'm very mindful of what comes out of my mouth especially when I'm speaking to other people and I know that they're sensitive or I know that they mask pain and they like to hide their pain but I know that words do hurt them but they try to act like they don't because they let their ego drive them man listen it gets deep and the more that I spend time alone the more I analyze shit the more I fucking go through like why do people act the way that I do why do people uh, like triggers man I I can't be more any more grateful for the universe leading me into this app right now and I have to I have to it has this is my first podcast I can say my per my first episode I have to thank my daughter's godfather Donnie 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 I love you I love you king no matter what we've been through no matter there are disagreements no matter um no matter what's transpired between us over the years You've always been a listening ear, and you know I've always been here too. It's mad love between us, it's platonic, and I I feel like you're my forever friend. Like you're gonna always be there. You're gonna be that one person that we're gonna be 80, 90 years old, God willing, for as long. If it's in our highest good and if it's in our plan, then that's what we'll do. But um, you have always been that one consistent person in my life. It's always been there. And you've never really judged me. Um, And we've learned and we've grown and we've both, like, pushed each other at times, encouraged each other. And I love you for that. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I thank you for reminding me of this app because I do have other friends who are on this app, but I never really thought of creating a space for myself to speak on until I heard yours which was very encouraging by the way please 
guys go listen to him. Um, I think it's called Johnny's Perspective or Perspective from D. I don't know. I'll figure it out, but I'll get, definitely give him a shout out in the future as well. Um, he also has a tea shop, a t-shirt shop, and he does dope as um, teas. He did mine. It was my big threes with my birthday and my daughter's birthday and you customize it you tell him what you want and stuff like that and it's beautiful I've had it for like three years now and it's still in great shape so I wear it frequently um so yeah like on on this app I can talk about any and everything um um I consider myself a very open person um I respect people who respect me. If you're not going to respect me, you're not going to get a reaction out of me. You're just going to get blocked, deleted, and act like you never exist. Light and love. I wish you healing. But what I'm not going to do is entertain it. Because Yenny doesn't do that shit anymore. Nah. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. I consider us both equals. But I'm not bringing my vibration down to accommodate anybody else. I'm just not doing that. If you can't vibe with me at my vibration or higher or or encourage me to vibe higher and learn and grow and expand, then I want nothing to do with you. I want no dealings to do with you. Um, doesn't mean I hate you. Doesn't mean I wish you harm. Doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and, and bash you or nothing. You do you. Everybody does what they want to do. As long as you're not out here intentionally hurting others then you do a you boo boo word man but uh, this made my day it is about to be saturday november 13th 2021 it's seven minutes from that so that means it is 11 53 right now as i'm speaking and this is going to be my first episode and it's about to be 15 minutes long and I've just been talking about regular stuff. But um, during this podcast, I would love to set my goal. My goal is to, I'm going to give myself, well actually January will be kind of pushing it because that's too soon. I want to know how, I want to see the growth for myself from today, the first episode that I upload, to November 13th, I I assume it'll be a Sunday, Sunday, November 13th, 2022. I want to see the growth of my first podcast to then. I want to see what, what transpires, what obstacles I crush, what 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 the universe serves me to grow from what I had to let go I want to see the growth and whoever is here for it follow me on this journey let's grow together because there's room for all of us to win we just have to encourage one another this is room for love and positive vibrations and support no judgments we're gonna have respect for one another and that's it. We just encourage each other to grow with love and light. So hopefully I will um, record tomorrow and we'll go from there.
if you've listened to this till this last second that I record, I thank you for sharing your time and energy with me. I love you. Take care. Um, it is currently 12.18 a.m. here in New York City. It is um, Monday, technically Monday, November 15th, 2021. This is the start of my new week. Um, I do have some things that I wanted to come in and discuss today. Um, I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope that everyone, um, whenever you hear this, whenever this episode finds you, hope that you are in a good state of mind i hope that you are at peace i hope that you are living your truth your authentic self i hope that you are practicing kindness within yourself and with others i hope that you have learned how to heal within yourself and let go of the past and forgive people who have wronged you not for them but for yourself because that is so important um as i mentioned in my first episode i am on my spiritual journey i was spiritually awakened in December 2020 so it'll be a year soon that I have been fully awakened not fully but I have come to the realization that that's what was happening with me um oh I apologize I know that I'm yawning now, but I will lay in that bed and not go to sleep till like 3.30 in the morning to wake up at 5 to get my daughter ready for school. So, I don't understand. There's many things that I don't understand at this point, but I'm learning that everything happens for a reason. So, oh. This process of spiritual awakening, so much has transpired. Like, first, I gradually, um, I want to say, since I was in the shelter in 2019, maybe before that, I think it's after I had Adele, to be quite honest with you, around the time that I got pregnant with Adele, maybe in 2016, right before I even got pregnant with Adele. Adele is my daughter, for those of you who may not know. Um, so I want to say around 2016, I started noticing within myself that I was becoming less and less um, of a meat eater. 
So I completely stopped eating um, red meat, or or should I say pernil, pork shoulder, um, in 2015. I completely stopped eating meat then, or that meat, um, pernil. I remember it because I remember the last time I was working at... Um, I'm not going to say the name for whatever reason. I'm not I'm not feeling that I could say the name. I was working in this um uh, it was a mentally ill um residence. So it was like for mentally ill um recently incarcerated uh drug I don't want to say addicts or drug abusers but like chemically addicts or recovering addicts right um so I worked there and we had like a potluck I think it was for the clients who lived there and so my thing was I was gonna bring some benin people die people go crazy over benin and I remember that that was it was like so juicy it was so soft it was so full of flavor but that was the last time I ever ate it um we made it for the clients but I brought it and it was gone in like less than an hour (laughs) um and so that's when I started noticing that I was like becoming less and less of a meat eater like I've never really been like the type of person that will sit there and eat pounds of meat but I never didn't not eat meat. Like, I would always love my bacon. I would always love chicken, especially fried chicken. And, like, things of that nature. Like, burgers, cheeseburgers. Ooh, pardon. I know, this yawning. This yawning is crazy. So, trust me, there's a point in me saying this. So... Um, in 2016, I started noticing that I, I was becoming less and less of a meat eater. Um, by the time that I got pregnant with Adele, I do not even remember craving meat at all. Um, I remember this is this is this is when I have to check myself and realize it's safe for me to speak up about my truth and speak my story because I'm not ashamed of it and I have grown past it and it has brought me to who I am today which I wouldn't give up for the world so during my pregnancy I was severely depressed um my pregnancy turned out to be a nightmare for me um I thought that I was creating a child with someone that was in my mind a friend and when everything blew up in my face I was five and a half months pregnant when I came to find out the truth about who he was how many kids he had his situation with his with his other kids mother uh, listen I was disgusted I was I felt so alone because um those of you who know me know that I have always been like the black sheep of my family and I never really was close to any of them we always have well everyone has problems every family has their problems but I did like I keep saying this even to this day 
I did not wait 30 years because I was two months short of turning 30 when I had my daughter. Um, I did not wait 30 years to have a child, to bring a child into the world like this. So I, I went through my pregnancy alone. At that time, I had moved out of the apartment that my daughter's father and I were living at when he abandoned us. Um, I had quit my job. I, I, I was severely like my anxiety was through the roof my mental health was declining I, but I was pushing every single day and I prayed and cried every single day because I knew enough about depression I knew enough about mental health that I knew that I did not want to pass that down to my child but I also learned that your child feels everything that you feel every emotion that you feel they felt during a pregnancy and I already felt with her in my stomach that I was failing her as a mother because of the emotions that I felt that I couldn't control every single day so when I had moved out of the apartment that my daughter's father and I were living at at the time I moved in with my sister in the Bronx and even though I'm sorry, excuse me, pardon me. Even though I was grateful for my sister for allowing me to share her space, like there's nothing like having your own space. And she and I are alike in the sense that we value our privacy, we value having our own space to ourselves and even though she was very welcoming and I and I'm very grateful for that like I didn't want like who wants to be pregnant and living with their sister like who wants to go through that like she had her own life she had her own stuff going on and of course it's like that's not how I envisioned me having a child it's like <sighs> anyways um there's the point to this I know that down the line, I will open up about certain things and I will be very vulnerable. I might even cry and I'll allow myself to do so because this is my platform. This is what I'm choosing to share. I'm not breaking any contracts. I don't have any contracts. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not doing, I'm not saying any names. Those of you who know me know my situation, most likely. Those of you who do not, I hope that you find some some encouragements or you find some fam uh, familiarity in what I say or if you've ever been through any situation similar to what I'm speaking of, please know that you're not alone. This is the reason that I am sharing these things. It's not only helping me, but the knowing that it can also help somebody else one day, someday that is why I'm doing this right so I was basically saying that I was pregnant and I wasn't much of a, a meat eater um and I would since my depression was like so heavy and I had quit my job I was like five and a half months pregnant jobless doing nothing right so my sleep has always 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 been as far as I could remember since I was like a child I did not sleep through the night I do not remember ever sleeping eight to nine hours 
in one night. I do not remember ever doing that. So when I was pregnant, it just so happened that I would sleep throughout the day and be up all night. I would be up all night until about six or seven o'clock in the morning, sometimes eight, and then go to sleep in the morning. So that happens and it's it's funny because people sometimes I feel like people sometimes mean well, but most of the times it's just like you didn't even have to say all that, bro. Cause it's like I remember being pregnant and like me being pregnant, I was like worried. Of course, I'm like, I was paranoid about so many things. Because um, who wants to suffer? Who wants to bring a child into this world to suffer, right? So I remember that specifically, that I would sleep throughout the day and be up all night. And so, like, I would have family and even friends like they would tell me things and they would say it as if it's bible as if it's just law as if it's that's it there's no other way around it that's it that's final that's it right so i would express to them listen i i sleep throughout the day i'm up all all night and they would tell me many people would tell me oh that's bad you should you should you should um try to change that now because if that's what's happening and that means that that's how Adele is gonna be she's gonna be up all night she's gonna sleep throughout the day she's gonna give you a headache she's gonna do this down a third and I I of course because I was a paranoid person um I took that and I ran with it and I was already freaking out and my baby was still in my stomach just chilling and I had in my mind I was just like that's it I'm never gonna sleep in my life again because I already don't sleep at night so she's gonna be up and then it's like then I would think about oh my god what about when she goes to school how is she gonna so this is the type of person that I am you tell me one thing and I don't know enough information and you're telling me as if it's like facts like if it's an actual fact my brain goes from zero to ten thousand so I learned that that was a lie because my baby girl sleeps through the night. Sometimes she'll sleep 10 hours. Sometimes she'll sleep eight. Sometimes she'll sleep 15 if you let her. I don't let her get that far. But when she knocks out, she knocks out. Like right now, I'm in my living room. Well, this is like my living room um, kitchen area because it's like it's supposed to be a one bedroom, but it's like a studio. It just has the bedroom in a separate room um but my baby like right now I'm, I'm sitting here and she's in the bedroom knocked out um so yeah back to to the topic of conversation is about me eating um so I I noticed that I would I wouldn't crave meat I wouldn't crave chicken like even walking okay so after okay it was like about three months before I I I gave birth I had actually moved back from my sister's house back into my my mother's apartment in Harlem and 
those of you who know me know that I had lived there majority of my life. Um, so moving back there was bittersweet, mostly bitter because because of the the mental abuse and the trauma that goes on in that house because of my parents. So I really had no other choice. I really didn't, unless I was going to go to a shelter, but I was severely scared. I heard horror stories of people in shelters. I already felt so alone. I didn't want to actually go through any of that. So I didn't. Um, and I had, of course, I had never been a person that said, you know what? I'm going to go into the shelter. I'm going to do this. I no. I, I, no, to me, I did what was safe, safest, what felt safest for me, what was familiar for me, which was moving back to my mother's house. Um, so I moved back and I would notice that I wasn't eating well. Like my mom just always, mind you, I've always been plus size. I've always been overweight. I've always been on the heavier side and my mom would just like scold me like oh you need to eat you need how you're not eating anything you're not giving anything nutritious to that baby this down the third so it was just a whole bunch of like that type of stuff and she came out um she came out like she just popped out no I had her in December and I was the heaviest I had ever been. I was 330 pounds. I felt miserable. I felt like crap. I was still depressed. I was dealing with postpartum, but you wouldn't even know by seeing or speaking to me because I had been battling depression my entire life. So it was just something I just had to deal with. It it wasn't like I was going to therapy or anything like that, even though I did start going to therapy like a couple months afterwards, but it was mostly for my weight loss because I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to have the surgery and I wanted to do that for myself because in my mind, I said, I want to be active in my daughter's life. Like I, I am all she's got. She doesn't have a father in her life. I'm literally the only person that's going to be running around back and forth with her. So I went ahead, I did what I had to do in order to, I got my psychiatrist, I got my therapist, I went to my appointments, I got my weight loss surgery, I lost 120 pounds if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 120 pounds, Um, then I gained back like freaking 50 of it, and I'm trying not to get, I will not get back up to 300, but right now I'm like 360, so... I mean, it is what it is. I would hope to one day, like, not one day, but gradually get to that mindset that my my willpower, I'm consistent with it because I really do want to lose more weight. I want to go back. My goal was to go down to 200, um, to 200 even. Um, But I think I just, no, okay. So I, I lost 110 pounds originally. So I had made it down to 210 but then I I gained 50 pounds, which isn't horrible because I'm two years out already of the surgery. But it's not, it's not, it's not my ideal way. It's not what I wanted, right? So I still have time to, to buckle down and get um, with it. So, whew, 
um i noticed that after a while adele wasn't much of a meat like when she started eating food or whatnot she wasn't much of a meat eater either so i know that her father he he was basic like he liked chicken tenders he liked white rice and he liked beans and he never liked like like spanish rice to me is yellow rice with corn and all those good things like the flavorful rice no he he just liked white rice beans and maybe spaghetti but um chicken for the most part so um i noticed that i would feed i would i would feed adele those things and she would just eat the rice i'm like what the hell is wrong with my child she loves cheese don't get me wrong but she's not a meat eater at all so that happened with her and then so i started not making not cooking meat as often either and i did find that whenever i did i had like this taste in my mouth like i don't care how much seasoning it had or what type of meat it was i would always have this taste in my mouth that made me gag like i didn't like the texture nothing it always tasted to me like what raw food like what what raw chicken looks like is what it would taste like to me if that makes any sense so this happened gradually over the years um until 2020 when I completely just stopped eating meat um I I'm not gonna lie like probably in the beginning of 2021 I I had this thing where I started eating grits, right? Because I live in a Jamaican neighborhood. So they have grits and oxtail and, um, well, oxtail is anywhere. But um, they had grits with like cheese and bacon bits. So that I used to eat. But then after a while, I couldn't even eat the bacon bits. And I was like, what the heck? So I had to stop that as well. And at one point, I was just eating bacalao, which is codfish. Um, and that was great. Now I can't even stomach that either. So then I was introduced to when I was working at my last job. Um, I was introduced to Aki and saltfish. Oh my God, that thing was delicious. And so I started eating that and I would order it. I can't stomach that either anymore. And it's just like, what the heck am I going to eat? What is it? Now, I can sit here and eat a whole half an avocado. It's got to be cold, though. I can't eat. Mind you, I'm a Dominican, Spanish person who never liked avocado before two years ago. I never liked the mushiness. The, 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 I never liked it. It was just, I didn't like the texture. Now, I will eat a whole half freaking avocado with some salt sometimes with some lime um but definitely with some salt um and i'm i'm like now incorporating onions and peppers to everything that i eat like it's just a whole this has everything to do with my awakening my senses have changed not my senses my tastes has changed i have been drinking water Okay, so this is another thing. This is going to be a quite long ex- episode, but it's it's useful information, I guess, for myself. Um, 
So I used to be the type of person that would go months, not days, not weeks, months without drinking water. Why? Because I would drink juice, I would drink soda. I wasn't really much a huge person for drinking soda much. Ginger ale, that's a whole other story. Like I, and in my mother's house, like we would drink a ginger ale like every other day, a two liter. It would be gone by like every other day. Um, and now I don't even buy it for myself here. Like I will go months without drinking ginger ale. But what I, the whole point of me saying that is that I used to go months without drinking water because I would drink coffee and juice and a whole bunch of juice at that. Oh my God, my juice was my thing. And so after I had my um, awakening, I drank. So I have a Brita filter, right? We're gonna. We're, I'm not gonna get into the whole story of of that not being real filtered water. I'm not doing that. I don't have the energy for that tonight. But we will one day, someday. But right now, the whole point is me, my intake in water. I have this um, tumbler that's about 24 ounces, and I drink three to four of those a day um, while I'm home. Um. And I have a Brita filter. It's a 10 cup pitcher. So I would fill those up two to three times a day because that's how much water I drink a day now. Mind you, I've been working from home since 2020. I think it's, well, I've been technically working inside of my apartment that I'm living in now since May 2020. And then I um, separated from my job this year in September 2021. So this entire time I've been drinking, well, no, 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 I'm lying. Since December, 2020, I have been drinking water so much. And I think it's like to catch up on all the years that I have not. Because even in the middle of the night, like I have to sleep with the water next to me. You see how they say not to drink water before you sleep? Well, I guess they say that mostly for kids not to piss on the bed. But you, I, I drink, I sleep with the, with the, tumbler next to the bed every single night filled up to the top because by the time morning comes it's almost close to gone by how much water I have drank throughout that night I cannot go without water now and it's it's just I don't want to say the word crazy because it's not crazy I think it's a beautiful blessing that my awakening did happen and this is why even though through the painful shit that I have gone through with my daughter's father with my depression with my family with my mental illnesses with everything with the isolation with the with the cutting ties with people with setting boundaries and forcing boundaries learning about shadow work all these things I am who I am today and I'm able to speak about these these things that I would have never opened my lips to speak on a year ago the fact that everything it all of these things had to happen in order for me to become the person that I am right now speaking my truth unapologetically I'm not out here trying to bash anyone I'm not out here trying to make anyone look any type of way 
I'm out here speaking my truth because it's helping me heal. It's helping me learn. It's helping me grow. And like I mentioned earlier, if I know that this can help somebody else, I am all for it. Because if I would have had the guidance that I'm giving people or that I'm working on towards providing for other people with the information that I have collected, if I would have been giving like a roadmap, I guess, I think my journey would have been more advanced right now. I would have been a little bit more advanced. Like I would have known more or less like the path that I was on. But I've had to do a whole bunch of research. I guess that's the point of it though. I guess that I guess that is the point of it. You when it comes to spirituality, you can't go by what other people say. You have to figure out what works out for you. It's a it's a trial. I don't want to say trial and error, but it is what was it that Donnie said to me earlier? Your path is tailor made, tailor made for you. And that is so true. That is so very true. Because spirituality is not about right and wrong. It's not about um, my way is the right way and your way is the wrong way. No, it's about being your best self. As long as you are not hurting other people along the way, as long as your intention is for your highest good and your best self, there's no possible way that you can hurt other people intentionally. Will you have to cut ties with people? Yes. Will it hurt? Of course. You're a human being. They're human beings. But if it's in for your highest good, you will do what you have to do in order to to get that done. In order to make that work. And I just honestly, I'm grateful for where I am today. just sitting here thinking about it is just like wow like wow I think I mentioned this in the last episode but I went through this 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 time last year I was telling my daughter's father Jesus died at age 33 repeatedly for no reason I had no idea why the hell I kept saying that until and you know when it hit me March it hit me in March during my awakening that that is why I kept saying that because Yenny had to die old Yenny had to die in order for the spiritually awakened Yenny to be reborn to be born period for the person that I am today to be born old Yenny had to die and that to me still gives me chills like measure ooh i got chills measuring success and happiness and growth has nothing to do with money let me say that again growth has absolutely nothing to do with monetary things materialistic things And I'm so grateful for that lesson because this time last year I was working this job that I was stressed the fuck out over. 
don't get me wrong I was and am still grateful for the opportunities that the universe has gifted me but but my mental health was not at the place it is right now where I am at peace mentally emotionally spiritually because I am following my purpose now and everything don't get me wrong I loved doing what I did because it had to do with computer and data entry and I'm so good at these things and I didn't really have to sit here and speak to people which don't get me wrong I I I had this oh my goodness I have so much information to get out so I recently had this conversation with one of my soul sisters right yes that is my soul sister that is my boo she is stuck with me for life I'm gonna I'm not gonna say her government name but I'm gonna say lady phase right lady phase my boo um we were having this conversation and it's like she reminds me that there's more people out there like me she said this shit and it's like yo it's funny hearing it from somebody else because when i've said this to other people that i've i've had like ties with not romantic or anything but like friendship ties when i've had conversations with people from my past or from childhood or from whatever they'll be like yenny that's not normal but she just made me feel so fucking normal by saying this she said i am an extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert because that makes so much fucking sense i am naturally introverted i adore i love i value being alone like nobody's business like other people dread it and i look forward to it like i absolutely love being alone but at the same time when i am around people who lift my vibrations or who i feel comfortable around i am the most extroverted person you will probably meet it all depends on the vibes the energies and how i feel around said beings so what was the point of me saying that i um i'm an introvert and okay so yeah it was about the job it was about me not being enjoying my job but not liking having to deal with people i did not especially if you've been working at a company for x amount of years and you show that you're not top candidate and they just keep you around and it's like they make excuses to keep you around and then other people have to pick up your slack listen i'm not i'm not i'm not stressing myself out for any job that is one thing that i did for many 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 years just to say i have a roof well i have an income i have no it was like there was no price to my mental health like as long as I had some type of income, I didn't give a fuck what was going on, how much stress I was dealing with. Now, listen, 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 Linda, 
No, seriously, I I I am very grateful for the lessons, the blessings that this universe has gifted me. And I say gifted, yes, even for the lessons, even for the heartbreaking lessons, because it has made me who I am today. It has given me the clarity that I have today. And listen, my spirit team does not play about me. The things that they have done for me to get to where I am today, the things that they have done for me, the things that they have handled behind the scenes that I never had to worry about. Listen. I am forever indebted and I can't even say that word. I'm forever indebted to them. Forever. Because when I thought that my world was ending, when I thought I couldn't push anymore, when I thought that I didn't I wasn't going to make it through another day, I just didn't see a way out. They lifted me through. And this was all the universe. This was all God, Jesus, ancient ancestors, archangels, spirit guides. The courage that was instilled in me and still to this day that it is instilled in me. The courage, the strength, the protection, the shielding, the guidance. All of these things, it was my divine family that did this. And they still do it. There's so many things that I'm a thousand percent sure. They worked out in my favor that I didn't have to stress. I didn't have to worry about. They worked it out behind the scenes and gifted it to me. Like here. Here's your voucher. Here's this apartment. So you can have seclusion and isolation for you and your daughter away from your family in a different environment. Right? So it's like... I have never been at more at peace than I am today. And I don't even have... Uh, I'm not even... How do I say this without sounding a certain way? I'm not even at the point where I have steady income right now. But I've never been more at peace in my life. Think about that. Think about that. I have been working since I was eight years old, on and off, right? On and off. Since I was eight years old, I've always had some type of steady inflow of money, some steady income. And I was always stressed, always stressed, always thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen next? I can't do this. I can do that. I can do that. I have been jobless. Like when I say jobless, I mean like on the books type of stuff since September 9th. That's when I separated from my most recent job. And 
I'm fully focused on trying to make this work, spirituality, um, and my purpose. My purpose has to do with healing. I know that for a fact. Because I am so invested in what makes people act the way that they do. I'm so invested in emotions. I'm so invested in mental health that I know it has to do with, okay, I just saw like a spirit or something. I'm not scared. I'm so, I so love my, my divine family that I'm, I'm open to receive any messages in any form that they, that they want to show me and send me. But I did see something run across in front of me just now. Oh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Hmm. Well, that distracted me. I'm just grateful of, of where I am today. I'm glad that I was able to cover this topic of conversation. Um, I feel one of my guides around me right now. I just felt like a cool touch on my arm. And it just put a smile on my face. Because as I awaken, it just brings me joy that I'm connecting with, with my loved ones. I'm so overjoyed right now. The protection, the love, the guidance, the support. It's always been there. I just had to awaken to actually see it. It's been real, y'all. I'm gonna end it with this... Oh, and I started my website today, so that's something that I'm going to invest more time in. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and promote it just yet because I want to make sure I have good things in the works before I actually do. Um But I think that I I have to actually get some rest now because my body is just like, uh, Yenny, your melatonin. But yeah, I just, I'm, I'm glad that I get to share this, these things with you guys. And I'm grateful for any listener that's out there listening. Um... Just know that you aren't alone. Everything that happens in your life is for a reason. No matter how dark, how sad, how devastating, good and bad, everything happens for a reason because there's lessons behind everything. 
there's things we can learn from everything that happens. We just have to be more mindful of how we react to things. And as we go through the process, we have to learn to protect our peace, enforce boundaries, and learn to say no. Stop people pleasing. That's become easier and easier for me over time. But I've had to go through the things in order to get to that point. So, slow progress is better than no progress. You hear me? Much love, light, healing. Remember, I heal, you heal. Just like that. I love you. And no, I do not have to know you to love you. So, I love you. And until next time. Peace. Hey, 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 what's up? This is Introspective Healing with another episode of Growth, another episode of Reflection, another episode of Self Healing. I'm so big on mental health that it's literally what I eat, sleep, breathe. It's in everything that I do. It's on my frontal lobe 25-8, honestly. That's it's a major, major part of me, who I am today. Um... I'd like to consider myself or I'd like to think that I represent mental health. I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, and back, what is, what is that? Not backpacking, but in continuation of the last episode where I touched on growth and what 2020 and 2021 have meant to me we're still in 2021 but my what I'm trying to get at is the growth that has transpired the the lessons I have learned um letting go Letting go of past pain, hurt, and forgiving yourself in order to forgive other people. It works, it applies as vice versa as as well. In order to forgive yourself, You have to forgive the people tied to it. So for example, this is going to be a very touchy episode for me, a very personal episode because it's, it's, it's shedding light on things that I do not 
speak about. I don't speak about to other people. I barely touched this subject with my own therapist out of all the people that I should be speaking to about. I barely touched the surface of this topic that I'm about to speak on with my therapist. Um, I think the hardest apology for me to make I had to part of okay let's backtrack so I have a very great friend named Jenny Rosa she I met when we worked at I don't know why I don't feel that I can say I don't know why this has never happened before I've never been on a podcast before first of all but I've never like I usually just say things I'm very mindful. Something is telling me not to mention the names for some reason. But I used to work at this plus size boutique clothing store. Um, very well known. And this is where I met this this amazing, amazing Dominican Afro Latina. Um she reminded me of family, like Oh my, I just love her till this day. It's been what I met her in 2014. We're in 2021 right now. I met her in 2014. Maybe it was 2013. Uh, actually, it was 2013. Yeah. Um. So I met her then we created a friendship and we stayed in touch throughout these years and we've grown and we've been through shit and we've confided in each other. And it's not like we speak every day. No, we we're adults. We have our lives. There's times we go weeks, months without speaking. But when we do, it's all love because we're understanding that we're adults and we have our own lives. So she started her spiritual journey. Mind you, she's like three, maybe four years younger than me. I'm 33. So I think she's not even 30 yet. Um, And she started her spiritual journey. I want to say it was 2016, maybe. And she started it, or maybe 2017, but she has transformed her entire life. She has devoted her life into her purpose, and I couldn't be any more honored and blessed and humbled by her because the growth that she inspires, the the selflessness of her as a being, oh, it's so inspirational. So trust me there's a reason why I speak about certain things and I shed light to certain things because it's all connected that's my thing it's all connected so um Jenny um Jenny and I worked on this past life she's helped me tremendously with my spiritual awakening But she, there was this one session that I did with her. I've done like two or three. But the last one that I did with her, it was a past life. um, A past life. um, Like a session or something where I tapped into my one of my past lives where I was an Indian man. Oh, I don't want to say Indian, a Native American man. And listen, I'm not going down that path right now. That's going to be for another episode. But 
the after work that we had to do because there's after work and everything um I want to say she's the one that introduced me to shadow work I wasn't familiar with it I didn't know what it was and so she composed this like um this lesson plan or this 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 coaching that we did mind you she did this off the top of her head like she took her time of course she did her little research and she composed this whole like powerpoint presentation of like she she really dedicates her time and individualizes the needs that that the client like myself is looking to achieve so we sat there and oh she walked me through this she gave me like homework and my homework was to list basically um people in my life who I feel have wronged me and would and I feel owe me an explanation the plot twist was it was a whole bunch of work that I had to do in in the midst of all that the plot twist was I had to write an apology letter to them like it listen can you understand that think of the person that has hurt you the most think of the person who has who you have had horrible like um relationships with horrible um memories with think of that person and think of you having to apologize to them like when I tell you my ego, I said, excuse me. And she looked, yo, <laughs> we had to do it through Zoom because baby girl was in Dominican Republic during this time. It was during the pandemic. So I'm home, working from home, whatever. I think Adele was in daycare or something. And I guess she saw my face and her only response was, Yenny, how serious are you about trying to heal? She was not playing no games with me, as she shouldn't have. And I love her for it. Um, So I had to, like, humble myself. I had to realize and take it. That's when I started taking accountability because she opened my eyes to, I'm not a victim to anything. I haven't been a victim to anything in my life. I, I have been a soul having a human experience. So this entire time, things that I've been taking personal, it was me and my ego just running with it. They say, oh, you did you did that to me? I, F it, cool, cut off, right? So that's my thing. I'll cut people off with no problem. Um, but the fact that I had to sit there, list all the things that... I felt they did to me or he did to me, which is my child's father. This is the person I'm speaking of about this episode during this topic right now. Um, I had to list all of the things that he did to me, how I felt, how he made me feel, all the disgusting things he said to me um, and all these things. The plot twist was taking accountability for my role in this situation. So in summary, what I basically wrote was... I apologize for not accepting you as you had shown yourself to me to be the first time around. And that opened up a whole new world for me. Like that humbled me real quick because to be 
a thousand percent honest and transparent with you. I played the victim role ever since I became pregnant, ever since he quote unquote abandoned us, walked out on us. I played the victim role. But truth of the matter is, throughout the entire time that we were dating, there were red flags screaming at me, screaming at me. And the fact that this happened in 2016, 2017, and I can remember the red flags like if it happened yesterday, that's how severe they were. But I kept ignoring them as I did with most of the stuff in my life prior to me having my awakening because I didn't I didn't realize that that was my my situation my intuition I wasn't in tune with my intuition I wasn't letting my intuition guide me and so I had to sit here and write a letter basically asking him to forgive me for not accepting him for who he showed me to be and not accepting him for who he was and even though like reading it during that time like my my voice was shaking my palms were sweating just because I still had those feelings inside of me like I can't believe I'm actually reading an apology letter to the person that did me fucked up and then I had to keep holding myself accountable and say Yenny you're not the victim you're not a victim they were red flags you made choices Yes, you got hurt along the way. Yes, he didn't have to do the things that he did, but he did. And you played a role into that situation. So once I learned that, I started seeing things in different perspectives. And I started uncovering the fact that we all have traumas. Every single person in this world has some type of trauma. And I know my daughter's father personally. I'm not putting his business out on the street, but he has traumas. He has neglected traumas years and he is what, 42? He's about to be 42. Well, he's 41 right now. And he has severe traumas, but he walks around with what we in the spiritual world like to call a mask. He walks around with a mask. He's not being his true authentic self. I think he's terrified of actually like sitting down and dealing with his traumas he is terrified of that I don't know what exactly scares him of it but I get it I understanding I understand as much as I could because for one I'm not an African-American male first of all I'm not African-American secondly I'm not a man okay so that's two things that I I can only empathize or sympathize but I can't fully understand. I can just empathize. So, like, I... It's not that I pride myself, but I... I... One thing that I do love about myself is that I'm non-judgmental. And I allow you... I create a safe space for you to be you. No matter what you have done, as long as not no pedophiling shit, nothing of that sort, I will allow you to be you and I'm not going to judge you. So that's why I feel like people are drawn to me, especially when they have like inner turmoil. Like I will sit there and listen to you. I will sit there, listen to you, 
make sure that you know that your feelings are valid and show you sympathy and empathy not sympathy like oh my god I feel so bad for you but like empathy like wow that's 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 heavy I will validate your feelings you know why though because part of my inner child wounds is because I never felt safe to be who I really was I never felt safe in my life growing up to express my emotions I never felt safe to express if I was sad I never felt safe to be truly happy. The only thing that I kind of felt safe to do was like offend people, like take offense and offend other people because it was normalized in my family to say mean and hurtful things to each other, but it was labeled as funny. And that's, that's, that's fucking traumatic, man. That's why I'm like, I'm not hard on my daughter when it comes to that, but I try to correct her. Like I was sitting here today. I've been pantsless all day because I haven't left the house and I was just sitting down on the couch and I have like, I'm pale first of all. So I have like this, this, um, I have this, like when I bruised, I don't even know how the fuck I bruised first of all, but like when I, when I hit myself and then later something shows up it's like light yellow. It looks like yellow with a with a mixed hue of like green or purple. But it's very light. It's faded, right? So I'm sitting down and Adele simply says, Ew, look. And I say, uh-uh, we don't do that. Something so small, but I wanted to show her, listen, I don't care what I have on my body. You do not say ill. I'm over here. My baby is three years old. She's going on four, turning 40. Yup. You heard that right. She's turning 40 because this little girl is too much sometimes. Um, I'm over here normalizing her periods. So when I have my period, I'm very open with her. I'm very open with her and I'm getting her out of the habit of saying, ew, look, ew, no, that is a very normal thing. You're going to experience it. I've tried to explain to her, mama has experienced it, not anymore, but that's too beyond her, her comprehensive comprehension level right now. Um, I explained to her that my sisters get it, her aunts, and I explained to her that Courtney, my niece is going to get it. And it's like, it's a normal thing. So I'm doing things differently from what I was raised. Like, I think I knew about periods, but my sisters got it at like 10 and 11 and they were all because my mom got it at the same time as them. But since I've always been the different one of the family, I didn't get my shit until I was 13. And like my sisters all have normal periods. They, their shit lasts like three to five days. My shit lasts nine days, seven to nine days. Yes. So that has been my blessing. Sarcasm. Um, my entire life. Um, so I, I, I'm just, uh, here we go with the yawning. Oh Lord. So no, um, having to forgive people from your past and taking accountability for the shit that you you played into situations that you thought you were the victim on that's a that's a fucking cold hard reality check and i think honestly that most humans who are afraid to sit there and face their own selves they're afraid to take accountability for their actions 
so they just rather stick to that mentality that's like toxic and low vibrational and just like staying that in that because nobody holds each other accountable mind you it's so true this quote the five people you hang around with the most you become so let's say you hang around with other people who have traumas and they just sit around and joke on each other you're gonna stay in that vibration because nobody else is is correcting it nobody is saying yo that's not funny don't say that that's mean nobody is holding each other accountable nobody's holding themselves accountable accountable much less the next person so that's one thing um I'm going to touch base with shadow work. Shadow work has has in part saved my life as well. It's been a huge um, component in my awakening and my growth because shadow work is all about holding yourself accountable, listing your triggers down, finding the root cause to it, to whatever it is that you that trigger you and seeing why does that oh lord here we go i'm gonna have to start recording earlier but i can't because the dell is up earlier so i'm gonna have to figure this out i'll probably start doing it throughout the day when she's back in school because she's going to school tomorrow she didn't go today because she's sick um but she's going tomorrow um but shadow work is not what (sighs) shadow work is not Okay, so there's misconceptions behind shadow work. A lot of people think that shadow work is voodoo or hoodoo or um, black magic or like spells. It can be. I'm not saying that it cannot. I'm saying that the shadow work that I, I'm not going to say specialize in because I'm not a specialist in this area. But what I do know about it is shadow work is imperative in your healing journey because it forces you to face yourself. It forces you to go through the dark night of the soul and work your way out of it. Dark night of the soul is what led me into my awakening. Um, I, it forces you to look at yourself and, and really get to down to the nitty-gritty of things like the root causes to your to your traumas and 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 toxicity and mindset of why you do the things you do or why things affect you the way that they do and it'll bring up emotions that you didn't even know you had it'll bring up emotions that you probably never want to freaking deal with again It'll bring up emotions from when you were a child and you thought you forgot that and you start remembering shit and it's going to trigger you. But the whole point of it triggering you is to get to the root cause and face that trauma and let it go. That is the whole point of shadow work. That's how you ascend to your higher self because the next time you think of that, you're no longer going to have those emotions that surfaced when you thought about it. So, 
it's it's listen it's it takes a lot of inner strength to get to the point of holding yourself accountable and being honest with yourself like it takes a lot not many people can actually sit there and say oh I apologize that was my fault oh I see my fault in that situation it takes a lot most people especially the ones I've come across are not about that they will rather make you the bad person for the rest of their lives as long as they do not have to take accountability for their actions as long as they do not have to face themselves they will take that easy route just because they don't want to deal with the consequences of their actions and face themselves and actually fucking apologize to you for the things that they did because you they have to paint you as the bad guy in their fucking story as the villain in their story so they can continue living the way they have they have been living and as much as it hurts sometimes as much as it's fucked up sometimes you have no control over that you only have control over yourself how you react to things you cannot control how another motherfucker acts no sir you only control how you act your response to things and what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal with so uh, the mistake that I see that a lot of people have made or make because I'm guilty of it too is expect people to change just because you evolve doesn't mean that everybody else is gonna fucking evolve and this is the this is the this is the kicker the kicker is not everyone is meant to and that is not your problem or your concern you worry about you (laughs) as much as you want other people to fucking grow and elevate and realize their worth and take accountability baby 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 no 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 you cannot force someone else into spirituality you cannot force someone else to awaken you can't control once you grasp that concept that you are in control of yourself and yourself only your life will change you will become so stress-free in the most surprising way because like I mentioned in my last episode I am not on the books I have not earned a weekly paycheck since September 9th and I'm at the most peace like don't get me wrong I struggle I go up and down with my moods um oh pardon I have struggled with my depression since I was a child um And even so, I have actually been detoxing from my medication because I don't want to be codependent on medication for the rest of my life. I don't. Um, On the route that I am, on the journey that I am, if I can get rid of eating meat, I can stop taking medications for my brain, especially now that I have learned to like go within and heal myself listen I don't need nobody's fucking pharmaceutical drugs I don't and 
I am just hoping to fucking move. I want to move out of this apartment and move into a, a, a rent stabilized or freaking a place that Conrad is not charging me freaking $250 a month for using the minimum power ever. I don't even watch TV here. I don't use the dishwasher. I haven't used the dishwasher since last year. And my bill is like 150 to 250 Like, it makes no fucking sense. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm looking to move out of this apartment to an apartment that has like normal freaking electricity bills um so I can start juicing and when I start juicing and like cleansing myself and all that stuff um I'm gonna change Adele's diet too because she's been taking this asthma medication that I'm not fond of I do not want my baby to be pumped up with steroids she is three years old she has been on this fucking shit since she was two we I never had to deal with any fucking asthma or anything of the shit that she has been dealing with since we moved in here like we moved in here January 10th 2020 and by the end of January beginning of February my baby was sick and has been sick and the shit that I've noticed is like okay when we when the pandemic hit right we moved in here 2020 January 10th 2020 by March 15th, we were in my mother's house from March 15, 2020, right? Because I was working from home because nobody was allowed to work into the office or whatnot. Um, cause we had a pandemic, the whole city was closed. And so I needed Wi-Fi. I did not have Wi-Fi here. I didn't have internet here. And even if I wanted to get internet, Optimum or none of them, um, companies were going into people's homes because of the pandemic so my mom actually had internet over there and so Adele and I went over there we stayed there from March 15th listen to this timeline we moved back into this house May 9th from March 15th to May 9th 2020 we were at my mother's house do you think my daughter was sick once not a single cough was out of my daughter's body while we were there. We moved here May 9th. By June, she was coughing every single night, throwing up every single day. So it's most definitely this apartment. And it's like, I'm non-confrontational, so I never liked... Like, people kept telling me, oh, you should call 311, you should call the health department, you should do this. And I never did it just because I was like, girl, I, my landlord lives right upstairs. His family lives upstairs. They're pretty decent people. I don't think that they're malicious, but, yo, it got, I couldn't do it. That, and then the Con Edison bill, that shit makes no sense. And then not only that, but this apartment is freezing, when I tell y'all we were here bundled up in layers sleeping because that's how cold it, nobody should live like this nobody and then the coldest freaking room in the entire apartment is the bathroom like are you shitting me think about being standing outside naked in the winter time in the snow that's what my bathroom feels like 
I refuse to stay here another year. I'm not. I will not. I will I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do, but this this transfer request better go through because I'm not I'm not I'm not. Like I will go to court, I will do whatever the fuck I have to do to get the fuck up out of here because I can't. I can't. My baby's health is is on the line. My mental health declined severely while I was during the pandemic here. Because if it wasn't the cold, it was a whole bunch of fucking flies and a whole bunch of fucking ants and a whole bunch of fucking spiders. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I could. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. That conversation went left. But again, this is my podcast. (laughs) And this is my version of healing. So like, I'm going to be very open and sporadic with whatever I do say on here I'm gonna be very um left field sometimes because my brain goes I'm like one of those I'm like a dog like when a dog sees a squirrel like I'm dropping the ball and I'm looking for the squirrel and I'm chasing the squirrel or a cat is it cats that do that I don't know one of those animals do that that they have like the worst ADD I think it's a dog um Listen, man, the shit that I've encountered in this house, like I live in the Bronx, right? I live in the Bronx in a house in the Bronx, New York City. Why within the past three to four months have I encountered two snakes? Not one, but two. One was physically inside my home. The second one was standing outside, was like poking out the corner of the doorway as I was leaving the house in the morning to put my daughter in the van for her to go to daycare like bro what in the Bronx listen this um listen right before I started recording this podcast all I kept saying is old Yenny has to die and stay here because when I move none of this shit is like I came in here a completely different person than who I am today I came in here a different person than the person that is leaving this apartment. And that really humbles the fuck out of me because a lot of people go through things physically. Like... Mine has been mental and emotional. Mine has been mental and emotional. And I oftentimes just like sit here and I go through things in my head and I'm like, I did that shit. And it's not even a cocky. It's just like, yo, like God really fucks with me. God is just like, yo, you're going to go do shit, but you're going to get through it because you one of my chosen ones. Oh, that just made me so emotional. Yo, there was the, okay, so... 
I can remember this like because it was so emotional. I forgot what song was playing, but it's always music. It's always music. I get messages through my spirit guides, through God, through Jesus, through the universe, through my ancestors, through through my archangels, through music most of the time because I I eat, breathe, sleep, shit, everything, music. And it was this one time, I think that Adele was at my sister's house or my mother's house, and I had like a self-care day, but I was severely depressed. I was, I was going through the most. And so what I usually do when that happens is blast my music, blast my music. I probably had an edible then. And I probably had my wine or one or the other or both. I don't honestly remember exactly what it was. But I think I was getting in the shower and I had my music blasted. And I was just in my zone. And I forgot what song it was. But I, it was probably a gospel song. It was probably a gospel song. And it is 111 right now. It was 110 on one on the microwave and 111 on the stove. Um, and it was a song that triggered waterfall tears down my cheeks and I started crying hysterically and I just remember thanking God. I remember thanking God for getting me through every single hard thing that I have ever faced, for getting me through the shelter system, for getting me through the single motherhood, for getting me through depression, for getting me through every single time that I wanted to give up on everything, for getting me through everything that I have faced that I thought was going to break me that should have broken me but didn't because God got me when I tell you that I am one of God's chosen beings chosen souls like I'm one of his favorites I don't say that in a cocky way. I say that in the most humbled way. He got me. And I know this because I wake up every day. I wake up every day despite the the mental blockages that I may feel. Despite the devil trying to fuck me, fucking take me down. Listen, I got chills right now because this isn't the first time. That wasn't the first or last time that I had like a severe like breakdown. And I needed to feel that in order to be better in order to grow I needed to let myself feel that I needed to release those tears of pain that I had been carrying this entire time that entire time during that time in order for me to realize that I have been God's chosen 
throughout this entire time. Things that I look used to look at as how could God put me in this situation, I look at as God got me through that. Listen, I I am I grew up in a Spanish household. And just like many families that I that I've come to learn the worst thing that you can be when you were Spanish, when you're a Spanish person, is fat. That's the worst thing that you can honest fat and and be crazy. But you know what crazy is? Having depression. Needing mental help. Having anxiety. Those are the worst things that you could be. You could be a rapist. You can fuck girls that's half your age and you are right but let you be fat with mental problems and curly hair <laughs> listen <laughs> I had this conversation with my boo um, lady phase the other day and I said listen I grew up in a Spanish household where being fat was the worst thing that you could possibly be. And then I ha- I was double the fucking trouble because I was fat and I had depression. So I was already like out the door. Um, But what was the point of me saying this? The point of me saying this was images. People care so much about fucking images. That shit don't mean nothing. That shit, like, when you die, do you think anybody is gonna, oh, that person was too fat for us to care about them? What? No, they're gonna remember how you made them feel. They're gonna remember the impact that you had in their lives. Not if your teeth was crooked or you had missing teeth. None of that shit. Not if you had fancy fucking Jordans every Saturday that they came out. I guess they come out on Saturdays because Chris Brown said it in a song. Like, come on. This this materialistic shit don't mean nothing. It don't mean a goddamn fucking thing. And that's what most of this world is, is like their mindset is. Oh, I got to have the brand new cars. I got to have the, 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 excuse my language. The bitches with the nicest bodies, the the ones that look like arm candy in my arms, but then they make you feel like shit. How do you feel at the end of the day? Do they make you feel anything other than an arousal that probably dies down in the middle of intercourse? Like, come on, seriously. Nah, man. Um, we weren't made to to come onto this earth to just To sell ourselves, sell our souls for money. We weren't. We were made to create experiences, touch lives, change, and help people and grow. I mean, I I say all of that to say that I know that I am, I am one of God's chosen because of what I have been through that was meant to kill me. That was meant to destroy me. A lot of people wouldn't survive. And I'm not saying this in a cocky way. A lot of people wouldn't survive the mental the mental turmoil that I have survived. Nah. When you f- <laughs> when you are in a shelter with your daughter and you lose your job 
and you have family stealing from you, when you're at your lowest, that shit will kill people. That shit will destroy people. Think about not having anybody, but you're in charge of a tiny soul that you are supposed to help grow into this world you're supposed to raise with morals with respect with dignity with love think about that while you lose your job you have no place to call home you don't have family I didn't then like I understand what it is now but The feeling that you feel when you feel alone. Listen. Like I absolutely adore being alone. Living alone. Uh, I say alone but I have my daughter. But you know what I mean. Like not having a partner. Not having someone else all up in my face. Like in my space. I enjoy my alone time. Right. But. We all need that support. We all want and crave that mutual respect and support from somebody. So when you don't feel it, so when you don't have it, and you're forced to do things by yourself, it's pretty fucking lonely and depressing. It's hard to think of like... Oh, there's a bright side to this. There's there's a light at the end of this tunnel. No, because all you see is fucking a dark hole. You're doing everything by yourself. And all I kept thinking when I was in a shelter is, what if something happens to me? What if I die? That's, a, that's, on, that's an honest thought for me every day, honestly. What if I die? What is going to happen to my baby girl? And so, you know what it is? Sometimes I think I've... I've push myself too far into the spiritual aspects of things because sometimes I actually sit here and I'm just like if I die it's gonna be fine because I know that I'm gonna be able to do more for my daughter in the spiritual realm than I would on earth yeah, it's going to be painful because I'm no longer going to be in the physical with her. But knowing that I can still have her back, even when I'm gone, I find comfort in that. Of course, it's going to... I don't even want to think about that, but this is just letting you into my mind, my mind frame of how I think and how... When you, when your perspective changes, when you look at things differently, when you learn things that just make you go, wow, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's amazing. But then you appreciate the growth for what it is. And that the only way to get to that point is by doing the inner work. And I want to touch base on this before I end this because I don't want to make it more than an hour. I don't want to make it more than an hour tonight. Um, In order for you to actually grow, you have to let things go. And you have to 
go through the things. You can't avoid it. You can't jump hurdles. You can't skip over it. You have to feel your feelings through the painful situations in order for you to come out of it. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't get. That's a lot of people. I think that's the thing that just feeling things scares the fuck out of people. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I mean, if you really want to grow in life, you have to, you have to be vulnerable. You have to take, remove the layers, the, the, the layers, the masks, take all that shit out and be yourself. That's the only way. Okay. So this is what I wanted to say before I forget. Damn it. I'm forgetting already. Okay. So for many years, I would always hear this. And let me know if I am hitting the nail in the head with this or if I'm not making any sense. So for many years, people would always have the bright idea of saying, Yanni, you have to let the past go. You have to just let it go. And that would annoy the fuck out of me because there's no like, there's no guidance in that. You're just telling me to do something without fucking telling me how to do it. And that used to fucking annoy the shit out of me because there was no guidance. It was just, you got to let it go. Okay. But how, how the fuck? And that's what I'm here to do. This is what I am here to help whoever listens to this here to guide you through it and if I would have been told Yanni you got to do shadow work to let that shit go listen I would have started doing this shit in my 20s my life would have been different but we're not gonna go down that route route because I know that everything happens for a reason and when it's supposed to happen so I, I just wanted to share that because the, it, it has been something that's been heavy on my mind. Like, I used to be so fucking annoyed when people would just, oh, you gotta let it go. Okay, motherfucker, but how do I do that? Like, you telling me I gotta let it go isn't fucking helping me. So, oh, huge, 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 huge component of letting it go is shadow work is actually feeling your feelings through writing your triggers down writing journaling oh my god journaling has been such a fucking savior for me because you're releasing when you cry you release you cleanse yourself when you write you're getting rid of those thoughts that's in your mind on paper and i've just so recently found out that people some people write things down and they'll write and write and write and then they burn it and they release it into the universe so there's many forms of internal healing hence introspective healing um that can be done in order to change the vibration of this world to live the vibrations of this world to be your better self to heal to learn to grow to guide and help others along the way so it's like i'm 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 grateful that i am giving myself this opportunity to help others because that's my whole intention behind it 
if it helps me I'm all for helping somebody else because I I know that other people have a lot of traumas a lot of people don't feel comfortable speaking about their traumas a lot of people walk around acting like they don't have it but trust me when you get to a certain level of like your your spirituality you don't have to even speak to anybody to know that they're hurting inside well I don't I can just look at you and it's to the point that I can see I can look into your eyes and I can tell you your whole story about yourself so I hope that this this does help somebody someday and I know that my I go from like one topic to another, but I try to keep it in in a way that it makes sense. Um, but again, I just want to thank you for sharing your energy and time with me, um, and remind you to please drink your water and be kind to yourself. Is in order to be kind to others, you have to start within yourself because you are the most important person in your life. So if you aren't kind to yourself, you can't possibly be kind to somebody else because it's fake. And we're not in this fake vibrational shit. We're being our true authentic selves. So sending you love and light and healing and well wishes and remember I do not have to know you to love you peace out